0: temple university is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the u.s through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty temple students are prepared to soar in their careers schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit
1: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Uh, Lane train rumors are swirling. And, uh, If you believe it, there are a lot of people that know what's going on. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, Can you survive losing three in a row? Can Mike Leach, is it a done deal he survives? Steve Robertson will tell us yes in the next segment. (laughs) Um, Emery Ballard lost three in a row, got fired. Rocky Felker lost three in a row and got fired. Yeah. Um... Cheryl lost two in a row on the way out, and that wasn't the only reason. They weren't winning in games. They were like two and ten. Um, (laughs) And so there you go. Uh, The only coach to go three in a row is Dan Mullen.
4: It's like in wins. Forties or something. Yeah. Uh,
3: And uh, Moorhead went two and oh and got the boot, and Lane Trains two and oh. I mean, let's be clear.
4: Moorhead would have most assuredly been zero and two against Lane Kiffin should he have been coaching those two years. Yeah. So it's not like his two and zero was going to be three and zero, four and zero, five and zero. I mean, that wasn't happening.
3: Ole Miss could be eight and four, lost last three, and the Egg Bowl, and have a lesser bowl than State, and lose their coach. I would say the house is burning, but it's all—it's always burning when you live in hell. Um. <laughs> Oxford. That's Who according sent you? to Johnny. Happy Thanksgiving, Johnny C.
4: Is there anything more Southern than being like, bless your heart, and also go to hell?
3: Like, Yeah. <laughs> go to hell and there. Uh, so Johnny C. coming in hot. He says all aboard, $11 million a year, eight-year contract for Lane at Auburn. That's according to uh, J.C., on the Ag Up Equipment mm. text line. We'll have Steve Robertson coming up next. Steve Robertson coming up next <laughs> on the Yingling Lager guest line. And we will ask him about um, if if Leach doesn't win. Is he super duper 100% safe? They don't even have an AD. So I, I mean, I would lean towards Absolutely. And I don't think they're going to move on an AD for another couple of weeks. So I don't think Mark Keenum wants to let go hmm. of a Dr. Mark Keenum. I don't think he wants to, I, I just, that's, that scenario just doesn't sound plausible uh, that, that a sitting president who's made a lot of the right moves, most successful president in the history of Mississippi state by a million miles Um that he would take it upon himself to do that and then hire somebody, because you'd have to hire somebody in a few days because you've got the early signing period, Well, I and then hire an AD. Yeah, it makes more sense to go the Moorhead
4: route than it does to go that traditional route because of the ability to, in theory, sell unity and stability and maintain your transfer portal class and your signing class as much as possible. Half the battle is maintaining your own roster when this
3: stuff happens. Sure. Uh, Leach will lose just about all... Support. Uh, it'll be a big chunk if he loses. if he loses Thursday night. Let me ask you a legitimate again, question. They're underdog. The game's on the. I mean, everything favors Ole Miss except the Lane rumors. They're a better team. They have better coaching staff. The game's at home. If you just who's got people, the better people will overthink this game all Who's got the better quarterback and, right now?
4: Ole Miss. Right now, the second. Yes. Oh. Ooh, that's a, mm, I don't know about that one. Yeah, Better functioning offense? Yes, but I think that falls on play calling.
3: And it's, it, it still impacts the quarterback. Do you think... They well, can do both. Um, uh, they may not throw it as well as they want, but they can do both. What I mean by both is running and throwing mm-hmm. better than Mississippi State can. That
4: is correct. Because their and, inability to throw is not near the inability that State has to run. Exactly, and I understand what you're saying from that perspective. And
3: I don't even think Mississippi State's throwing it as well as they should be at this well, point in time in year three. That's
4: and that would so be the I don't crux think the of the gap debate.
3: Is as wide as people think it is, even though they put up a lot more numbers because they throw it so much. Yeah. As far as Mississippi State's passing game to Ole Miss's passing, well, game. you know what the difference
4: is. Ole Miss is is much less efficient, but they're much more explosive.
3: Yeah, they'll throw it down
4: to Malik and Mingo, and that makes up for it. If you can't do it ten times. If you can't throw 10 10 10-yard passes, throw one 80-yard pass, right? Like, that's the idea. Or even
3: 30 to 40.
4: Yeah, but but that's the gist of the idea is that we'll make up for our efficiency by being explosive on one, two, four, five plays in a game.
3: And then Ole Miss has the advantage on special teams. Mississippi State had a punt blocked and returned for a touchdown against East Tennessee State on Saturday. Yes. Marty Biagi, Marty or Matt, Anyway, Biaggi is the special teams coach for Ole Miss, and he's very, very well respected.
4: Yeah, I, the only the only part of the only part of the special teams piece that I think State has advantage of is if you get Tulu Griffin the ball or Xavier Thomas the ball in returns. Oh, as far as coverage. Oh, well, look, we've said it all year. The person who needs to have the ball in their hand on offense is Tulu Griffin. As much as you can get him the ball. For Mississippi State, because out of everyone on the team, he's the only one who's shown you an ability to get the ball and move it down the field after he has the ball in your hands with consistency.
3: Nobody else has done that, and you're not willing to go deep to I don't think Ra is far behind. I think that uh, Rara should have been targeted a lot more this year. Correct. 100%. The problem is Rara and Tulu play the same position. You can't make that up. Receiver? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Tulu is...
4: A backup to Rah-Rah. Please don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. I'm not dumb. Stop it. Mike Leach needs to take that BS back to the Palouse because I don't want to hear Ra Ra and Tulu say. You know what they play? They play receiver. Put them on the field and catch the mother flipping ball. I'm so sick of that garbage. That's uh-huh. the stuff that's going to get Mike Leach fired. That kind of nonsense. Stick to my guns. I'm smarter than everybody because I've been doing the same thing for forty flipping years. I mean, people are sick of that, and that's where the whole winning and losing comes into Their record is good. He hasn't done a bad job at Mississippi State, but he won't do a better job because he thinks he knows everything.
3: I don't consider you in the Mike Leach camp.
4: I don't think this game is in... To me, it's not about winning and losing Thursday, as whether or not you keep Mike Leach. But
3: it is for... Okay, Perception. so I walked through both club levels. Right, first of all, the game wasn't a game where you had to watch Correct. every play, okay? And there's nobody there. Um I walked through both club levels on Saturday and was up in one of the suites. There's not a lot of juice and confidence with this staff. And a lot of the people I talked to are people that are usually optim, you know. I'm for the coach. We can do this. We're going to win. stay on till the very end. (laughs) I may opt out at the end, you know, type deal. Um, And I, I I consider you reading what you've said. I don't think you believe that Mike can like do something even better in the next couple of years. Here's the problem. His as Tom Luginville said
4: so eloquently about Jimbo Fisher. If we have history, if we have track record on a person, on an entity, on whatever you want to throw out there, and and that person, that entity, whatever, has done the same thing or relative same thing for 20 years, why in the world would me as an intelligent, breathing human being think that changes after year 25? If you do the same, if Bo Bounds starts his show everything, every day the same way for 10 years, why do I wake up one Monday morning and go... I bet it'll be different this time. It won't be.
3: It won't be. Even if he knows hit he, he's he's already made a ton of money, but he's got a lot of people that he that have been with him for a while. What's driving Mike Leach? Does he need money? Does no. he need to be successful? He
4: think he already thinks of himself as successful. Well he has been successful. Yeah. So there's no Insanely. drive.
3: So there's no drive to change. Lance says, no way Kiffin's leaving. Uh, why hasn't Kiffin come out and said that then? He's got an extension. I mean, he could he could have said it today by 9-24. He could have said it yesterday, Saturday, Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, last week. That, that means he'll come out and, and definitively say today, I'm not going to Auburn. I'm staying at Ole Miss. Steve Robertson coming up next on the Yingling Lager guest line, 247 Sports, Jeans page. This is the Out of Bounce Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounce. Good morning. Welcome in on a crazy rivalry week.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As yes, Pickens Jackson. Yes. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio.
1: Yeah. Listening to
0: Mississippi's number one sports talk show, the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bowden, streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9.
3: The soul. Golden Egg Week, Dogs at Rebs. Ole Miss favor just depends on what you hit two and a half to five points. We'll see. I you know I expect that line to continue to jump around a little bit. Um, Jackson Dart, Will Rogers, two quarterbacks in the game. Lane Kiffin two and zero against Mike Leach. Can he make it three or can Mike get on the board? Uh, Mike's gonna be in a bad spot. If Mike and his staff will be in a bad spot if they lose Thursday night. Uh, out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Brought to you by the Bone-In Ribeye, Kessler Prime, and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Also, uh, Game Day Sticks, Havana Smoke Shop in Jackson, Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir, uh, Shaggies across across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, we're giving away a blue and white goat shirt with the number 10 on it and a maroon and white goat shirt with the number 15 on it. How do you enter to win? Uh, show us that you've downloaded the Out of Bounds radio app. You can do that via the Ag Up equipment text line, 601-885-3776, or tag us on Facebook or Facebook somewhere else I guess. Maybe Instagram. Instagram Bo underscore bounds. Uh Blake Mania with me. I'm your host Bo Bounds. Uh, we'll be here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I like we do every year. And then um we'll take a couple of days off and we'll be back on Monday to uh to recap the golden egg game and you know what all Auburn will have hired a uh coach. Yeah. Um, can't imagine Sunday. Thing. Yeah. You know? Uh, we may even know before that. Some people think that they know right now, and that's what makes it fun. Uh, uh, Lane knows; no one else knows, but um, but Lane knows. So we'll we'll see how it all shakes out uh, with the Auburn job. And could something surprise us? Uh, could a job open? An, how about another job open? Now, obviously, if Lane goes, then Ole Miss is open, mm-hmm. and that's a good job. Uh, these two jobs now in the state uh you got a lot of money and more money's coming and you've won a lot of football games um the two programs have been able to uh, deliver and and put guys in the NFL so uh even though it's a it's an extremely difficult place to win um you have a ton of dough and when you have a ton of dough you know are you gonna are you gonna get Dabo from Clemson no but uh... Couldn't you make a better hire than that, I'd argue?
4: Ooh. Well, no, but hold on. Because I love what Dabo's done at Clemson and all, but again, he built it in the ACC. It was a great run. It was amazing for what it was, but you see that it's not the same now without those two coordinators. Sometimes you get a perfect recipe and you can replicate it over time, and sometimes you can't. The only person who's been able to replicate it regardless of the ingredients is Nick Saban over an extended period of time.
3: Yeah. That's it. I don't know, man. Dabo's run is super special.
4: It's amazing. But you um, can hire... Would you rather have Lane Kiffin or Dabo Sweeney right now? Lane. So, see, that tells me there's other guys out there. that, that That's not the only guy who is better than Dabo but Sweeney. But
3: finding that guy, man, that is so difficult.
4: Um, but what do we talk about age being a factor of motivation? Dabo's not quite to that age yet. But no. what if I could have a climbing, leapold? Braum, somebody like that, or Dabo, who's already of that It's a
3: great question. Most level. people would say Dabo just because of his name, four national championship appearances, one, two. Um,
4: Those same people think Jimbo Fisher's a good coach because he won a national title. That,
3: that's different. Dabo is like an unbelievable Hall of Fame. You Program know, builder. Level. Yeah.
4: Except now he doesn't have his two coordinators and things aren't quite as easy as it looked.
3: Well, they did beat Miami by 30 Saturday. So did like Georgia Tech. Yeah, or Duke, or Wake, or somebody. Yeah, it was somebody like that. I mean, my thing is, I don't think somebody it's as with clear a better cut. engineering school than football
4: yeah. program. Yeah, like Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt stormed the field. Is that where
3: Mississippi State's trending to Vanderbilt? No, they, they, <laughs>
4: have, they have a better engineering school than football program. Well, they've always had a better engineering school than football program. That's not trending. Their engineering program is like top five or ten in the country. Well, it's. For public, for public universities, yeah. correct. Yeah. Not I'm not talking about private. I know MIT is MIT,
3: whatever. But the, the Dabo thing is, you know, now that I think he's got everybody out of high school, and he's been there forever. Would he, it, it, you know, and Sabin's still a few years away. He's obviously a Bama alum. People are still talking about Kiffin. Wait, coaches don't wait five years on no.
4: something.
3: Um. So we we just have this pie in the sky mentality on our our sports, but yeah, if Dabo has made it known that he would like to look around, I, who knows? I, I could see more in A and M or Texas, you know, because those are big. Well, yeah, those are big. Auburn's big, but A and M and Texas are big. Now Auburn's had more success. Yeah, uh, well. Texas. Well, this is one like, one and played. For this another. is like the
4: Alabama Florida argument. Alabama is the clearly much more successful. Six. The Alabama is clearly the much more successful football program, but Florida's the bigger brand. Yeah, people don't understand that sometimes. But that goes back to the: Do titles make you the better coach? Because that's not always the case.
3: More than one usually does. And Dabo repetitive. Correct. I'm like that. For Look, four. Dabo
4: built a built, built a dynasty in the ACC. It was incredible. If
3: not for Saban, we would be looking at Dabo's run like one of the best in the history of college football. It
4: is absolutely. I'm just not. I'm not sold that you can replicate that wherever you go if you're Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, it took a huge step off when he lost his coordinators. He's showing you he's got a, a difficulty evaluating QB talent with the last couple guys they've tried to trot out there.
3: I don't know, man. To go Taj Boyd, Deshaun, and Trevor Lawrence is pretty darn impressive. But <laughs> Shout
4: out Chad Morris.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of bounds, 105 down the zone ESPN. I don't think you're giving him enough credit. But well, I think I'm giving him credit is, for the
4: previous past without understanding that doesn't inherently make him successful in the future.
3: I think he'd be wildly successful at Auburn, Texas, or Texas A&M. Yeah. Would, he, would he win a national title at Ole Miss? Dabba? yeah, that's
4: no. where this whole started. Was Ole Miss fans saying they wanted Dabba Sweeney if Lane Kiffin left? No, he would not win a yeah. national title. I, Lane Kiffin's not going to win a national title. I agree with that. So, is there a coach who can't? Would Kiffin be your best? So, if Kiffin can't win one at Ole Miss, can anyone? He would be your best shot
3: if he hung around long enough to get to the twelve team playoff.
4: See, that's when the world changes. That'll
3: be the catch. then Lane could could find a path in. Yeah. The problem is, can you win that many more games? Um,
4: Got to be perfect in the months that matter.
3: Over Georgia and Ohio State. And, oh, I tell you who's here and here to stay is LSU and Brian Kelly. I thought you were going to say Vanderbilt. And that's a a tough deal in Starkville and Oxford. Because they haven't had a good coach since Saban left. And yet, they've been winning big. And now he's about to really win. Yeah. That, that's the one, I think, to keep
4: an eye on. You thought that game was winnable over the past 10 years, and it has been more than any other time? Yeah. It may not be for the next 10.
3: Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And Brian Kelly can flip this thing on Saban, too. I mean, LSU's just a monster. Um, you know, we could we could see an LSU-Georgia run, and I don't know if Florida's going to get ever get their act together. It's such a weird deal. Um... I know Billy Napier's in year one, and I, I have a lot of confidence in him, but... Bro, you lost a Vanderbilt. You lost a Vanderbilt, What do man. I do with that? I mean, you're a composite number 10 recruiter. You uh, can't lose to Vanderbilt. It they don't ex- recruit in the top 50. It may get him an extension. It got Mark Stoops in an extension. Mark Stoops got an, an extension because somebody on a Nebraska message board mentioned his name, and he just got even... Richer after getting beat. He, his contract extension was on Friday before he lost to Vanderbilt. He checked out. He said, I can't believe you just gave me $60 million. It's incredible. Uh, Tom Luganville at 830 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Go ahead and call it. Who's going to win the Golden Egg?
1: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Listen up. This, this is
0: you. the SEC Insider Hit, Powered by Miss Kelly Furniture. Mississippi's number one. Number one sleep store.
3: Oh, goodness. Uh, rumors abound. You love them, too. Tasty, tasty, tasty. Not like soggy turkey, but they're tasty. Uh, I don't know what tiers are going to be coming out Thursday night, but they'll either be Hell State or Ole Miss. Good morning. Welcome in. SEC insider hit this morning. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's going to be blue, the official health care provider of the out-of-bounds show. Our golden egg coverage this week is presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Six o'clock, Vaught-Hemingway, Oxford, Ole Miss, will host Mississippi State. Lane living right. His first year, he pulled the game at home. So his first two or three years, the game is in Oxford, Mississippi. And uh, that's an ESPN kick. We'll also have NFL football that day. Uh, Blake's Dallas Cowboys. Let's go is that a 325 uh, i believe something around there it's it's
4: always detroit in the morning dallas in the midday and then they fill the third spot with trash at the end um just kidding it's the vikings in the third hour oh wow yeah okay the vikings who are eight and two but have so a negative point differential on the season
3: bill's lines <laughs> is the tito vod Vi- tito's vodka bloody mary game at eleven thirty. Yep. going into some dressing and some uh, turkey with some pop Ooh, on it not soggy oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. Uh, soggy ham also down uh down vote ham or turkey we're both
4: on thanksgiving uh,
3: not christmas because that's different oh
4: there's different food rules for okay, each holiday okay different food. people who think that they're the same holiday are sadly mistaken when yeah. it comes to the culinary arts got it okay um so which one do i
3: prefer if you could only
4: have one for thanksgiving which one would you go ham or turkey
3: Assuming both are good. I don't crave either one, necessarily. Um, I mean, I'm okay with doing a beef tenderloin. Um, oh? I'm, I'm okay with... I mean, we've done any number of things. Yeah. Okay. But if you're making me pick... And, and and I'm assuming that both are cooked well. Correct. Cooked they're the they're right. both cooked to
4: a good quality that okay. you like. Yes.
3: All right. I, I'll go
4: turkey. Yes. Because that's the I correct get, answer.
3: I get two options. Yep. White and dark. White and yep. dark meat. Yep. And you get salty and skin I like, I like or you can both, have no skin. Both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I just said I like Bo. Like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Everyone um, should. Yeah. Um, I hope you like this show. Res Dog
4: like, loves Bo.
3: Res Dog, lo- I think he's gonna invite me. Are we getting a Christmas card over <laughs> for Turkey Day in a, in a in a couple of days? Nick says you got to do deep fried turkey. I love that, dude. So I was mm. I was very skeptical until a buddy of mine did it, mm. and I was absolutely blown away. With, to be honest, yeah. If someone knows what they're doing, it is fire. because somebody like uh, Kendall Collins, yeah. Jeff Jones, Jeff Jones, yeah, Wally Cummins, yeah. Les Pitt. Those guys, if they, if they deep fry turkey, it's going to be big ball Correct. In. So, yeah. Um, you know, I may have some lard infused pork chops right now <laughs> in my in my freezer, <laughs> so I can go any number of ways oh, as, man. as the day unfolds. Have you done the smoked
4: turkey? Since you like dry turkey, that would be up your alley. Smoked turkey is never soggy.
3: And it is fabulous.
4: Yeah. That's the way you do it. See, that's my least favorite skin. Oh. Of, all, of all the turkey skins, I like the roasted-in-the-oven skin the best. Mm-hmm. Fried skin would be second. Smoked
3: skin would be third. Well, you're wrong on that. <laughs> you are. And, the texture uh, and, and I don't too. want soggy dressing either. No, no, no. So, I like they're... a
4: good... Firm dressing where you pour the gravy over it and it can hold that gravy. Absolutely. Because if you go
3: soggy with the liquid, it's a disaster. Correct. Correct. I'm just making sure. And by the way, one of the best beverages with a late morning Thanksgiving meal is a Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary with the pickled okra.
4: Oh, and the bacon. Do you remember when Nick Fulton of USA Pawn came up here? And Who is tried, that guy? He tried to put a whole uh, like casino buffet on top of a. He did. of a bloody mary. It was.
3: It's still one of the most legendary you, performances ever.
4: You have that picture on your phone. I know. Yeah. Um it, it was. It was the cup was like six inches, and then the toppings was like
3: eight inches. I don't know how the styrofoam <laughs> cup I no held the bloody mary. No idea. I thought it we were going to shrimp, <laughs> yeah. deer sausage, okra, okra. <laughs> They, it was insane. Uh, he had the pickled, um, oh yeah, the celery or something. Like he had everything. It was everything. And you can do uh, like a kosher pickle in there. Yeah. fabulous. Oh, the beans. Like, from he had the boar's head. Green,
4: he had the green beans. He did have yes. the. He, he did have the pickled green yes. beans, which are like a clutch. Or legendary. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think everyone needs to share with us. Tweet at Bo Bounds or tweet at BA Scott twenty ten on Twitter on Thanksgiving.
3: Is Kendall listening? Did you hear Blake just throw his Twitter handle out? That's the first out? time
4: I've ever done that either. Wow. Um, but wow. yes, we need to, we need pictures of Thanksgiving feasts, and I think we should pick the best Thanksgiving winner, and we'll give them a, like, the best picture that we get, best Thanksgiving food picture we get on Thanksgiving. Okay. We'll come back Monday, and we'll have a prize pack with some like, Jonesy Q rubs and stuff like that. Like, I love some, it. Some food stuff for you. Because I love seeing pictures of Thanksgiving. I think it's awesome to I see what it. everybody does.
3: I, I hope Josh... Will smoke me a turkey, I'll pay. Oh, on his gourmet guru grill, he says yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, we're gonna have to find an intern that can cook. Yeah, we're actually looking for another intern. So we're about if you to know of anybody, calendar. yeah, uh, hit us up on the Ag Up Equipment Ag Up Equipment text line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. Real quick, I want to give you the schedule. Uh, somebody asked for it as Blake and I were kind of walking through Thursday. Um, Bills lines eleven thirty a.m. CBS. Giants Cowboys three thirty Fox, and Patriots Vikings seven twenty on NBC. But you know that the Golden Egg kicks off at six. That's right on ESPN. So there's your uh, uh, there's your football schedule for the day. That that could actually be a lot of fun in the NFL. And then uh who knows? The golden egg may be wild. Uh it started off, Ole Miss, as a as about a five and a half point favorite. And it has been bet down from there. But um the original line was was about five and a half. I think if they would have lost a close game against Arkansas or won that game, then I think the line would have dropped more at seven and a half. Yes. Uh, but it started at five and a half, Ole Miss as a favorite. Um, and I expect Ole Miss to win the game. I think for Mississippi State to win the game, it's a, uh, you know, I think a, a lot more has to happen. Um, the path to victory for Ole Miss is much cleaner and yes. clearer yes. than for Mississippi State. Now, if you want to take total scoring efficiency numbers, Ole Miss is, uh, you know, miles ahead. Um, it's a good way to track success, especially over four, six, eight years, which is, you know, what we've done, um, Mississippi state could win. I think Ole Miss is going to have to give them a little bit, mm. maybe not the whole entree, but, uh, a good portion of the meal, Ole Miss is going to have to give away Yeah, and, um, you know, that. I think Zach Evans getting healthy is a tremendous boost for Ole Miss and not so good for MSU. Crummity will have to play out of his mind. Tyrus Wheat will have to be healthy. He limped off the field. You were up 35 to nothing. He was still in the game. I don't know why either. Uh, Tyrus Wheat was still in the game on Saturday. There was a running play run to him. He limped off the field. I don't know. He's your your best edge guy. Mm. If he's anything less than a hundred percent, that'll be a struggle. Then you got Forbes. Those are your, those are your three best players on defense. Cromedy, Wheat, Forbes. Mm. Uh Can you not give up the explosive plays? Well, that's gonna be the between Judkins, Evans, and Dart just on the ground, and they've also had success through the air, especially explosive wise. See,
4: that's what I'm worried about. If you go look at Mississippi State's defense all the year, one thing that they've consistently done almost every game is give up at least one or two explosive passing plays over the top and if you go back to the Arkansas game they missed three that they had and one one other
3: thing that they haven't done they haven't scored points on the road in SEC contests 17
4: a game on the
3: road in the SEC that's not going to get it heck no okay that is even with as poorly as Ole Miss played uh at times last Saturday um 17 points is not going to get it thirsty now. Even though the weather could be trending to be a little
4: yucky. It's not going to be Alabama-Tennessee, but it ain't going to be 17 points wins.
3: But, you know, I think that you never know. I mean, it could land in the mid-20s at 27, Ole Miss. But uh, the path for Mississippi State is very murky, and Ole Miss is going to have to give you some of the goods. They're going to have to give you some of the lanyard. Some of the food, some of the turkey, some of the dressing, you know, at least share the, the Tito's vodka, bloody Mary. And I don't know if them getting blown out actually works for you. Now the, the lane stuff, static and noise may work for Mississippi state, but also kids have proven that, you know, they can also block that out. I mean, we forget how kind of resilient and 19, 20 year olds and can operate in in a, in their own little world. So, uh, Leach and his staff are under the gun, so to speak, back against the wall. They're not gonna get let go. Are you sure? What if it's ugly? What if you're what if
4: in year three you're 0 three in the egg bowl and you're not even close? If so Lane
3: has tried to absolutely put the foot on the jugular. The last two years, he has tried to blow Leach and Mississippi State out, and it just hadn't quite worked out. Although he's won, and that's all that counts. In um, in year one, he kept going for it on fourth down, and you know left some points out there. Uh, last year, he went for this. is How much he respected Leach and Mississippi State. In his first drive, he went for it on like the twenty five yard line and didn't get it. Of course, Mississippi State couldn't score a touchdown. And they kicked a field goal. So, that told you right there that Lane felt really, 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 really good about the game. He's on his 25-yard line in Davis Wade Mm -hmm. and goes for it. Um, So, those are some things. And and special teams for Mississippi State, it's been an absolute clown show. Uh, Ole Miss has a better OC, special teams coordinator, and D.C. (laughs) Because his name is Marty Biaggi, and you can't you can't beat that Marty name. Biaggi. Reminds me of the guy who ran the union in House of Cards. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And was given Kevin Spacey all kinds of you know what, and eventually Spacey you know ran circles around him. Yeah, but that's who Mar- Marty Biaggi reminds me of someone. Yeah. who runs the teachers union out of D.C. or somewhere up in the Rust Belt that's very union driven. Like uh, the railroad workers or something? Absolutely. Yeah.
4: He feels like he's
3: the mob boss's son. Right. Right? Well, he gets a kick from the from yeah. the mob to run some kind of big union. <laughs> so I'm union. saying, like,
4: with the last name, like Marty Biaggi, is like, you know, Papa Biaggi's youngest boy. Yeah. And he's out there running the union for he, his father. He finally
3: <laughs> cut the, 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 gen, the two generations before him were, had mob ties. He finally got into something I guess you could say was legit. Yeah. In yeah. taking people's money through the union. And so that that's who Marty Biaggi, and he's from Purdue, which is the Rust Belt. And I kind of tie in the unions with both the Rust Belt and the Northeast. Let me ask you this question. Okay. Because this Egg Bowl thing, it's always toxic. It's always
4: chaotic. It's always whatever. But, you know, we're getting more and more interwoven storylines because now the transfer portal, you've got a guy like Malik Heath mm-hmm. in, in Oxford. Going to get a chance to play now. This is not in start. Well, so that there would be even maybe more venom in it, so to speak. But he'll play in Oxford against his old team. Do you think that's a a factor? Will Will Kiffin and or Malik himself, you know, be motivated to maybe do a little bit more? And
3: yeah, then, and I think Kiffin will be motivated to, to use him. him huh? Correct, exactly. Um, Malik has had a good year, but if he goes eight catches for one ten and a and a touchdown, um. Ian Kiffin will get a big kick out of that, and they will let Mississippi State fans know on the Twitters that yeah. night and the next day.
4: Here's the other one, too. You know what I saw yesterday as this John Sokoloff uh, story unfolded? And for those of you just joining us, John Sokoloff, WCBI sports director, tweeted out yesterday afternoon that Lane Kiffin has, is planning to step down Friday following the Egg Bowl and take the job at Auburn. That's what he tweeted out. Hasn't deleted it. It's standing behind it. It's the same guy who broke the Cohen news. Ole Miss fans. It's been a weird reaction. How about this from an Ole Miss, a big Ole Miss kind of platform that basically said, we're bigger than a coach. We're bigger than NIL. We'll be just fine. It's time to get behind the new guy. Can you, I mean, should Ole Miss fans be writing this off as he's gone already? I mean, I'm kind of surprised that there's a big portion that have just decided, hey, he's for sure going and we're just going to write it off already.
3: Uh, I'm getting back and forth on that from my phone. Yeah. From people connected. I mean, Ole Miss fans, alums, boosters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it just depends on the person. Some some are like, he's gone. Yeah. They're going to offer him a hundred and something million. The terms will be longer. Do you think the four years is killing Ole Miss right now? I think the fact that at Auburn you can win a national. I think we... We've overthought this. We've thrown out all these different scenarios and wires. NIL
4: and all this. At the
3: end of the day, Auburn has proven that they can get there and win it and get there again.
4: And Ole Miss hasn't. Exactly.
3: I mean, if you really want to just... Yeah.
4: We like to pontificate for the future, but the future's the future. We don't know. 12-team playoffs never existed. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. What we do know is Auburn has done it in the era that we sit in now. Can
3: I tell you another secret about the golden egg game? Oh, tell me. That we overthink? Please tell me. I, I, this shouldn't like surprise anybody, but the overwhelming majority of the time, the better team wins. Oh, but you got throw off the records. I, man. That's so much nonsense. By the way, it's 15... All right, I want. I want since it moved to campus, it is fifteen wins a piece. Oh. 15 left. to fifteen. After Billy Brewer's last dominating run over Emory Ballard and Rocky Felker. Since 1991, it is 15 to 15 in those 30 games. Mississippi State has scored 689 points. Ole Miss has scored 660. <laughs> um, who would have ever thought going into 91? After Brewer owned that series, of course, the, the, the way that the series got lopsided is because Vault was like 26 and 2 or something. But uh, it is 15 and 15 since 1991. How many of you thought that? That it were, you know, old enough to remember kind of what had happened going into 1991? Farm Bureau Insurance call in line 601 707 3750. Uh, Blake was talking about John Sokoloff's uh, tweet last night at 6.30 that Kiffin would step down Friday to take the Auburn job. He's the sports director of WCBI, and he was one of the ones that broke Cohen to Auburn news. Um, that's what we have. That's the big story along with the big golden egg game. Lane's 2-0, and o, and Leach is 0-2. And, and boy, I just get that apathy is set in. Mm, mm, to the mm. Mississippi State, a lot of the Mississippi State fan base, which is crazy because you would almost feel like Leach is going into this game four and seven. <laughs> yeah. And he's seven and four. You're still
4: winning more than the majority of your lifetime as a football program. That's the irony. Yeah. Mike Leach is winning good enough to be a top five coach at your football program ever. And you're still
3: ready to fire him after three years. And if you continue down this road, you're going to need to be really, really careful. Um, yep. You know, I, yep. And I don't know what the timeline is for Mississippi state's athletic director.
4: Do you think Mark Keenum would fire Mike Leach no. and make a coaching hire? No. Okay. Well then that tells that you all you need to know. Not Dr. Keenum's MO. That's not, that's all you need to know. Then if, if you're telling me that they have to have an AD to hire Mike Leach or to fire Mike Leach and hire a new guy, then until they have an ID, AD that this question is irrelevant to discuss. It's a mute point. Yep. I agree with you. Yep. I'm with you. hundred percent. Uh, I don't see Dr. Keenum ever doing
3: yeah. anything like that. It's interesting you mentioned the move to that campus. That doesn't mean that he's happy. No, correct. Please understand correct. that this is two different. That doesn't mean that he's happy because I don't think he is. But Well, no, he's a guy that wants to win. Dr. Keenum yeah. doesn't get into going and doing it. I mean, that's not how he operates. He's going to hire an athletic director to oversee the athletic yeah. department. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned the move to campus in 91. The
4: last time a state coach lost three in a row was 90, 89, and 88 when Rocky, Rocky Felker. Felker lost three in a row to Billy Brewer. That's right.
3: Leach could be the only guy to survive three losses. Correct.
4: In a row, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, what, that's what we looked at. Yeah. Multiple guys have more than three losses, but
3: Emory yeah. Emory Ballard lost three in a row. Yep. 83, 84, 85 was let go. Yep. Rocky lost three in a row. Felker, 88, 89, 90. Yep. Since then... and Yeah, and and the only three-game stretch for Ole Miss came with
4: a double-up on Cheryl and a win against Croom in his first year, so it wasn't three in a row for Cheryl. That's right. That's right.
3: And the dirty little secret is for one fan base in the state, this was never supposed to be a rivalry. Correct. And that's why it's gotten so contentious and more intense and all that. I mean, it's very simple. Having grown up here, especially in Jackson, I went to all those games at Veterans Memorial. When when Jackie Sherrill was hired, the fact that we're sitting here today fifteen to fifteen, this was not supposed to happen. No, absolutely not. It was supposed to be Ole Miss Wins seven out of ten. Well,
4: look at the Oklahoma State Oklahoma series. Okay, that's a good one. Mike Gundy's been there. We just did this math. Mike Gundy's been there forever. He's won three times. He's three and fifteen, or something like that, against them.
3: Well, Michigan had not uh, was like two and fifteen against Ohio State. Yes, which the irony of that one was: there's if you go back into the '80s, it was Michigan who had like an eleven-year stretch of winning. Well, the reason why Ohio State let go of John Cooper in the '90s couldn't beat him is because Michigan, who was going through three different coaches, Bo Beckler stepped down. Moeller got let. Well, he had a little altercation with a. Uh, Michigan booster one night. And then well he might priced himself. <laughs> well yeah, a little bit. Um and then they hired what's his name that won the championship in ninety seven. So all all of those were Bo's men. Yeah. Uh Bo Schinbecker. So anyway, that that's where we are right now. And Michigan Ohio State, by the way, and I know some of you aren't you're all locked in to Thursday, but after that you'll get into some other games that game could impact what happens, you know, SEC. Playoff-wise, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I mean, Michigan and Ohio State are, are are playing for the Big Ten Championship and to punch their ticket to the college football playoff. And in theory, the loser of
4: that game, I think, is hoping that it's close enough and competitive enough, and then other things happen around the country that you could have what the SEC has been known to do, which is get two teams in. And no other conference has done that. In one playoff. So it would be... USC's trying to spoil that. USC beat UCLA. They're a one-loss team. They've clinched the Pac-12. If they can win this weekend... They're
3: trying to come out of nowhere. It,
4: if they win the Pac-12... If they don't lose this weekend and they win the Pac-12 title, they will be in the playoff. Yes. Because the committee will 1,000% bring in a USC Pac-12 champion with one loss. The other team to watch? TCU. Yeah.
3: And if Ole Miss loses Lane Train, is. How high up the board is Sonny Dykes at TCU? You're talking about a Mike Leach disciple. Yeah, I know. I mean, technically, you could argue Lane
4: Kiffin's a Mike Leach disciple with the offense he's running.
3: Yep. It's just what we've thrown out. <laughs> he's running a better, more modified version yep. of the air raid. That's right. I, look, Sonny
4: Dykes is an interesting one. You know, it's his first year at TCU. He's doing a little, he's pulling his best Brian Kelly. First year coach, winning the conference. That's what TCU and Sonny Dykes are trying to do. Brian Kelly, and that's what you know. People have kind of forgotten about this because they played nobody this weekend. But when they stomp, A.L. has a chance at a backdoor slide at the at the playoff. They do because if you win the SEC championship over Georgia, you're in.
3: If Southern Cal finds their way into this thing in Lincoln Riley's first year, or Brian Kelly first year in his first year, (laughs) what a statement coming out of LSU and Southern Cal. I guess coaching isn't hard, Bo. Uh according to Twitter it's not. Uh, oh man, good morning. Welcome in, Mike 8 Eight thirty on the Yingling Lager guest line. You're listening out of bounds, one oh five nine the zone ESPN. Ole Miss start off as about a five and a half point favorite. It's been bet down to about two and a half. And uh lane train. Still no no answer. Uh, Will he stay or will he go? Powered by the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. I still need to know if Josh is going to cook me a turkey on his Gourmet Guru Grill. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Detailier, 830.
1: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.